0: Trump's legal team suffered yet another crushing and humiliating blow on Monday when they tried to file for an expedited appeal of the reinstated gag order against their client. Now that gag order was reinstated last Thursday, November 30th. They then sat around for three and a half days before they decided to go ahead and file the motion for an expedited appeal so that they could get it heard prior to Donald Trump's scheduled testimony, which is next Monday, December 11th. And as legal experts have now pointed out, Trump's team made several embarrassing moves that ultimately led to that, uh, motion for an expedited appeal to be rejected here is what one legal expert, Lisa Rubin, had to say about the many mistakes that Donald Trump's lawyers made. Even with Trump's testimony planned for December 11th, they did not appeal the November 30th order until today. And even then they did not get the procedure right, asking a single judge to essentially overrule a four judge panel. And when told repeatedly that there was nothing they could do to expedite either of their two imagined avenues for relief before December 11th, they were visibly frustrated a la the 1990s film clueless, surely you are not the last word on this. They seem to suggest to the court attorney. So the lawyers sat around and waited too long. They could have filed the motion for an expedited appeal on Friday. They could have filed an emergency motion Thursday evening. After the gag order was reinstated, they could have filed the motion all weekend. I guess they didn't want to, right? It's a weekend. We don't want to work. Uh, so they waited till midday Monday, take care of some things. (laughs) And they also said, we don't, we don't want the whole New York state Supreme court to hear this. Like, if you could just like, just give us one judge, even though a four judge panel already struck us down. If you just give us one judge. We'd be totally cool with that, which is not how it works. After the four judge panel, uh, already reinstated the gag order. The next move would of course be to have the entire New York state Supreme court hear the argument, but Trump's lawyers were like, no, 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 no. We totally, we don't want everybody because that's totally not going to work out well for us. We'd like to just pick which judge we want to hear our case to strip the gag order before this guy has to take the stand again. I, I know I've said this a lot and, and unfortunately I'm going to have to keep saying it. These might be the dumbest lawyers in the world. And yes, once again, we are talking Alina Haba is one of this group. Um, And, and they're just, they're so bad. They're so bad that Donald Trump could probably sue them after this trial for doing so much damage to his case, because there is not a single thing these lawyers have done since the beginning of this trial that has actually helped their client. They continue to hurt him. They're doing things that are making his life so much worse that a normal good lawyer would not do. Not that a good lawyer would be able to get Trump off on these things, but they sure as hell wouldn't be making his life a living hell. But his current legal team is doing exactly that by repeatedly, routinely at this point, making some of the dumbest mistakes that lawyers could possibly make. You know, Liz Cheney was once a rising star in the Republican party, even though she only got to Congress in the year, 2016, the same year that Donald Trump was chosen by the electoral college to be the president, uh, the following January, uh, she, you know, was number three in Republican leadership, even though she literally just got there, she was voting along with Donald Trump's policies like 95 plus percent of the time. And then of course she decided to change her ways and she spoke out against Donald Trump and that resulted in her losing her primary last year and therefore losing her seat in Congress. But she's out with a new book and of course she is now saying she's mulling a presidential bid next year as an independent, as if we don't have enough people already in the race. Uh, but hey, that's Liz Cheney for you, right? But she did say something in an interview this past weekend on NBC with host Savannah Guthrie, that I do feel is important to reiterate because what Liz Cheney said during that interview this past weekend is what I have been saying for over a year. And to put it bluntly, Liz Cheney said that if Donald Trump wins reelection, he's not leaving that white house ever. His term being over after four years will not matter because he'll just stay. Here's what she said verbatim. Uh, she was asked, you know, if Trump would try to remain in power and she said, there's no question. Absolutely. He's already done it once. He's already attempted to seize power and he was stopped thankfully and for the good of the nation and the Republic. But he's said he will do it again. He's expressed no remorse for what he did. I, I think that's a real problem. And I think that the challenge is to make sure that those people understand and recognize that a Trump vote is not acceptable. That choice can never be Donald Trump because a vote for Donald Trump may mean the last election you ever get to vote in. Trump won't leave office if he gets back in office. Now, Again, Liz Cheney made these comments on, uh, I think it was Sunday morning, uh, the next day, or maybe it was Tuesday, either way, uh, one day early this week, that was not Sunday. Adam Schiff, Democratic representative from California, who's running for Senate said the same thing. Other legal experts, including former conservative justice, Michael Luddig, who is, you know, a legal uh, expert. He said the same thing in the last couple days. So we now have this growing chorus of voices on both the left and the right echoing what I've been saying for over a year, you know, will feather in my cap there, but this isn't about me being right. This is about everybody else finally understanding the danger that we're going to experience in 2024 if Trump wins that election. And this is not hyperbole. This is not scare tactics where I want you to be so afraid to vote against Biden. Because Trump is such a threat. This is not what that is. As Liz Cheney pointed out, like he's basically said it multiple times, he has sent out posts on social media over the years, suggesting that he wants to be president for life. He has admired other countries that have done that. And of course we have the heritage foundation project 2025. They want to stack the federal government, all positions top to bottom. With more than 55,000 Trump loyalists. Okay. They want people in every position in government that will never tell Donald Trump. No. Now combine that with a story I talked about yesterday about the military finding all these extremists in their ranks that are in favor and have advocated for overthrowing the federal government. Trump would have the perfect storm to not leave office, to shred the constitution. And there's no safety rails to prevent him from doing that if he replaces the entire government. So this is not just a warning. Oh, this one guy is going to try to do something crazy. He's got the Republican apparatus behind him to make it easier for him to do that. And that is what's at stake in 2024. In a court order on Sunday night, U.S. District Judge Beryl Howell shut down a motion from Rudy Giuliani to just basically do away with his upcoming defamation trial uh, that is being brought, of course, by the two Georgia election workers, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. Now, before I get to the heart of that, let's just remind everybody: uh, a few months ago, Rudy Giuliani said that he was not going to contest. The defamation charges against him by Freeman and Moss. And so the judge in the case said, okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and do a summary judgment and find you liable for the defamation. We're still gonna have a trial, a jury trial, that is going to determine how much money you have to pay these women. Oh, and by the way, on top of that, and this is important, you also have to pay their legal fees. So, in addition to the judgment that you will get from the jury, you also have to add their legal fees on top of that. So Giuliani, in a motion he filed recently, the one the judge struck down on Sunday said, Hey judge, I always laugh when I say that. I don't know why, but Hey judge, uh, how about we just do away with the jury trial, right? We don't, we don't need to bring 12 people in here. Like, ah, it's just too crowded. Uh, we, you know, COVID's still a thing. We gotta don't want people in here. Uh, so what if you, the judge, you just tell me what I owe and, uh, and we'll be good to go. And judge Beryl Howell issued a ruling saying that, um, this is nonsense. This is absolute nonsense. Here is what Howell said in the motion. Giuliani's position that the longstanding jury demand in this case was extinguished when he was found liable on plaintiff's claims by default is wrong as a matter of law. Then, uh, Huffington Post writes in response to Giuliani's complaint that Freeman and Moss quote, had the opportunity to forego any of the pre-trial work to prepare for a jury trial. Once Giuliani informed them, he was seeking to avoid a jury trial. Howell fired back and said, quote, this is simply nonsense. Like you all already agreed to a jury trial. Everybody signed the papers, but Go back to that thing I said was key, right? He has to pay their legal fees. So what he's trying to argue in this filing that judge Howell saw right through was he was saying, hey judge, uh, we don't have to do a jury trial because you know, again, like you've already said I did it. So whatever. So uh, their lawyers are preparing for a trial and they have to pay them hourly for that, but they don't really need to be doing that. So let's just scrap it all together and then I don't have to pay those fees. That's what the ruling was. uh, That's what the motion was about. It's not because Giuliani doesn't want to face a jury. It's because he doesn't want Freeman and Moss racking up more legal bills as their lawyers prepare for trial. Sneaky little bastard is what he is. So I love that the judge said his, his argument was total nonsense, but she also should have added, you're a sneaky little bastard because it's obvious what he was trying to do. He wouldn't have brought up the fact that, Hey, by the way, your lawyers really didn't have to do all that work, you know, so you're kind of overworking them. So I don't think I didn't have to pay for that. Yeah. Everybody saw right through what you were doing. And honestly, at this point, I think Freeman and Moss, maybe y'all to have your lawyers go back, work a little bit more overtime, right? See, call him, call them in on the weekends, rack up those bills because this bastard absolutely deserves that. Well folks, Donald Trump has a brand new argument as to why his brain is no longer functioning. And his reason for his brain no longer functioning is that all of those clips that we see where he can't pronounce words or he forget who forgets who's president of the United States. Um, it's just deep fakes. It's artificial intelligence. Donald Trump now says the, the people who hate him are creating these fake videos to make him look like it is, his mind is slipping. But in reality, he is sharp as a tack and all those people are just making fake videos about him to make him look stupid. Now let me give you context to this recently. The group, the Lincoln project, which was, you know, founded by a bunch of right wingers who hate Donald Trump, but still somehow love his policies, Uh, not huge fans of the Lincoln project. I am personally, but so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I have a, I don't, I just don't like them. But anyway, Donald Trump gets hit with this ad from the Lincoln project. The ad was titled feeble and it showed various video clips of him from just the last few months where again, he says he's running against Barack Obama. He says that multiple times. He can't pronounce the word anonymous. He tries to, um, and then other instances of him, you know, flubbing his words. And they're trying to show that, Hey, everybody thinks Biden's feeble, but look at this guy. He can't even get his words right. He doesn't know who the president is. So yeah, those are real clips from real things that I've sat right here and talked to you about as well. But after this ad aired, cause they ran it on Fox news and of course it's online, Trump got on true social to attack them and said this, the perverts and losers at the failed and once disbanded Lincoln project and others are using AI artificial intelligence in their fake television commercials, in order to make me look as bad and pathetic as crooked Joe Biden, not an easy thing to do. Fox news shouldn't run these ads just as low rating CNN and MSDNC will not under any circumstances run negative ads on Biden or the Democrats. They are after all in kind campaign contributors to the dims. Okay. Yeah. All the other stupidity and his thing aside, he doesn't make mistakes even when it's on video, you have to understand those videos are doctored, right? They're using artificial intelligence to make it look like Trump has no intelligence. Now, listen, I, I, I've long thought, you know, with the advent of AI, especially how far along it's come in just the last year, I always suspected that AI was going to play a very bad role in elections moving forward, but it never once dawned on me. Because you know, people could make horrible things. You could make videos of, you know, Trump uh, wearing spaghetti on his head while slapping babies if you wanted. Uh, But it never occurred to me that politicians would try to excuse their own real actions by claiming that it's all just fake AI. And so we've entered new political territory and this is going to become the standard. Anytime a politician goes out and says something horribly stupid in an interview or at a speech, they're just going to come back later and be like, nope, that didn't happen. That's AI. You can't believe what you see with your eyes. You can't believe what you hear with your ears, folks. It's all made up. It's all computer generated. I am perfect and I never make mistakes. And it won't just be Donald Trump doing it. That's the terrifying part of all of this. Like this, he is setting the standard just like he did by claiming the 2020 election was stolen. How many Republicans in just three years have we seen come out and make the same claims about their own elections now? He set the standard, the rest of them followed. So if you're a politician, you can say the dumbest crap you want to now, and then you can just go back later and say, nope, that wouldn't me. That was artificial intelligence trying to make me look bad. Welcome to the future folks. Kind of looks like it already sucks. thanks for listening to today's fair and balanced daily stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on youtube at youtube.com slash fair and balanced and follow me on twitter facebook and instagram at fair and